1: Welcome back to our Part 2 chat with Miss Heather Matarazzo. And if you missed Part 1, feel free to check it out. We talk about her early career. Welcome to the Dollhouse. Scream. Princess Bride. Working with Anne Hathaway. Just so much. Just really getting into this business. I really thoroughly enjoyed the chat. It's going to continue right now. You can listen to this Part 2 without listening to Part 1. But it will make so much more sense if you listen to Part 1 first. And now continuation of our chat with Miss Heather Matarazzo. You know, one of the things I like to talk about on this podcast that, you know, is just like fame and the addiction of fame and like the misperceptions of this business, you know, and I don't mean to insult like the audience, but like, I think it's just a lot of people think, you know, that are not in the business that, you know, everyone's best friends with George Clooney and you're going to go over to Courtney Cox's house and then see J-Lo for dinner, Uh you know, so your tweets earlier this year, like totally resonated with me you know, where you just kind of, you know, we're honest. I mean, that's what we do on social media, you know, just about the struggles of the business and that, you know, the type of day you were having. So talk to me about those tweets. I mean,
0: first of all, I definitely wasn't expecting the response it got. Like there are many more important things to pick up on a news (laughs) wire, And, uh, And also, I think that people uh, there was some strange misinterpretation of the tweets because let's blow everything up. And I think some people thought I was saying I was going to kill myself or something because there was like and uh, like, Jesus fucking Christ. So I learned that, A, uh, don't bring those things to Twitter, though I'm now kind of in that weird space because I've had a number of people reach out to me and say, oh my God, I'm so thankful that you shared this and you said this. You know, it is a business and, and the business has really, really changed. Since, since when I started, you know, just as everything, nothing ever ceased to um, And I, I, I feel that the art of being an actor has started to get lost a bit. And companies, or like, let's get this TikTok star because they have fifty-two million followers, as opposed to, you know, um, somebody that's been doing it for a long time, and and they may have some natural ability, and they also may not, and and, and that, in part, was my my frustration in the space of I love what I do, I love being an actor. And I think that there is something incredibly sacred about it. You know, um, we are the ones that are willing to expose ourselves uh, uh, spiritually and and psychologically, and bear our scars and 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 bear our our exposed, bleeding nerves, um, so that you, the audience are able to um, go under some kind of uh, alchemy and and transformational process. People go to the movies to see themselves. People go to theater to see themselves. They don't go to see movie stars. That's not why they go. And people might go again and again to see a certain actor, a certain director, um, or hell, even a certain writer. But... Um, and, and that is not because they are necessarily a movie star, but because they have elicited a trust with the audience time and time again through their performances that the audience knows on a subconscious level that, uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to have an experience. Oh, I'm going to allow myself to feel safe enough to feel unsafe in the theater for two hours and be transported and unexpectedly changed by the time the lights come up. You know? Yeah. And, and, and that for me is the, is, is the meat and potatoes of, of what I do. You know, because of what I get as an audience member uh, mm-hmm. is, is what I hope to give as an artist.
1: That makes a lot of sense to me too. Right, and I do think people misconstrued the tweets. I mean, it, like I, I related to the. Do business. you
0: remember exactly what I said? Because I don't even, I, I don't, I don't even remember.
1: Well, I remember it. Cause I wrote it down knowing we were going to oh, speak. Okay. You said, you know, you said a bunch of things. And some of this is a slight paraphrasing, but just, you know, you were struggling, struggling just to survive, you know, in relationship and trying to make it in Hollywood, you feel at a loss, you know, because you've done the work. You've taken the disappointments, you've taken the rejections. Yes. You know, you completely understand that rejection is often redirection. Yes. Yes. You know, and you have continual faith in the universe, but today something broke. You've given your life to acting and you, you know, you're done struggling just to survive.
0: Well, that's, well, I think that also is what happens. Um, I, I, I'm not going to go into detail, but I'll, oh, right. Because I had said that I had had a series of losses in the last month that like were, and, and I had.
1: That you came close to some things.
0: No, I didn't come close. I'd actually gotten the thing. was packing to go. It was a life-changing opportunity. (laughs) And then the studio came and it, like, it was a, it wasn't any of the creatives. It wasn't the showrunner. It wasn't the creator of the show. It was a, a a business thing that had nothing to do. So it was a whole fuck all. And and this was something that I had been uh, that they had been coming to me back and forth for almost a year. So I was on the short list for three months and then it went away and then it came back and then it went away and then it came back. Then it went away. Then I came back and they said, it's yours. And my team, myself, my wife, it was life changing. When I say life changing, it was life changing. Um, And I have no problem like rolling up my sleeves and doing the work and supplementing income. Like I do script notes for people. I'm not like, I'm just sitting in my throne, waiting for my role because, like, I'm an entitled little bitch and, like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I I do what I gotta do. Um, but but this was something that I felt that I had I had
1: rightfully earned,
0: and when was unceremoniously uh, ripped out from under me and uh, under. Uh, in, in 24 hours.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, I imagine there are tears. There's a celebration. There's look, we're human beings. Your mind goes certain places when it's a life-changing thing.
0: But I'll tell you something that's interesting. Um, Judy Garland was one of my, my absolute idols growing up and, 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 and not for, not for the wizard of Oz though. I, I, I do love that um, and one of the things that had stayed with me throughout my life was I remember she had had a conversation with, um, her vocal coach, her, her, uh, arranger when, when she was 16 and he was saying to her, like, what you've got is a gift. You've got a gift. She's like, yeah, but what if that get, gets taken away? And I remember the day that I received the call that I would got this thing, um, the, the Judy Garland story kept coming up. And I remember I called my manager that evening after I'd gotten the yes. And I was like, can you just like, talk me off the ledge for a second? Because I, I, I know that like, it's a yes. And like, but I, I keep on hearing the Judy Garland thing. Like yeah, it's a gift. So it can be taken away. And, and she was like, Nope, it's yours. Like it's, and then 10 AM the next morning, Heather, I don't even know how to tell you this. And I knew. So I think that there was a little, um, subconscious or, or higher conscious thing that was like, pump the brake kid like just just a little bit because you actually are kind of correct in in this assessment you know mm-hmm. um so that so it's also a lesson in terms of, <laughs> of uh, trusting your your like what is the difference between an intuitive thought and um, just internalized fear-mongering <laughs> and, yeah and and in in this space it was it was most certainly an intuitive thought you know um and and i think also there's that idea of <sighs> actors and, and i'm talking actors not personalities we give so much of ourselves um because that's just what we've been trained to do. It's, it's, it's how we've been conditioned, you know, it's a, it's an offering. It's an offering to to the, it's an offering to the life that I personally lived. It's, it's, it's an offering from the writer and the, 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 it's, it's a group offering to the public of, of, this is my heart, this is, all of it, for you to be able to receive it. Um, And I think that when you do that for a long time, like a doctor doesn't need to prove himself that he's an excellent heart surgeon when he's been doing it for 30 years. There's a, you know, he doesn't have to like, it's like, oh my God, he's one of the top He's he's great at what he does. We we know he's immensely talented, um, and he doesn't need to. He needs to continually prove himself as as an excellent heart surgeon in the OR 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 what have you. But he doesn't need to be like, wait, no, I'm, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm a doctor. I've got that. Like he, you know what I mean. And yeah, doctor, it's 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 a bit different. It's that continual like needing to prove myself, and I feel that like, um. I, I, I was at this, again, after, after that thing, it was like, fuck, like, fuck. Like, I have no problem auditioning. I have no problem doing this shit. Like, I'm more than happy to do it. Um, but at, at, at some point, it's like, haven't I proven myself enough in terms of my capability as, as an artist, as an actor?
1: Right. Right. One thing I can say about all of you listening is you guys are so passionate about the Real Housewives and everything we talk about here on a daily basis. But you guys, man, you take this stuff so seriously. The comments you leave on my Instagram, you guys get so stressed out. Team this, team that. You want this one fired. You hate this one. You love this one. You guys need to just relax. And listen, if you haven't tried CBD, you haven't experienced complete relaxation. CBDistillery.com has the best CBD products, including their top rated Synergy Plus collection. What I love, there's no prescription needed. It's delivered to your door. How awesome is that? I mean, seriously, these products take the edge off of life. Oh my God. And they deliver a level of chill you've never experienced. I got to tell you about the Unwind Synergy Plus THC and CBD. It's only available from cbdistillery.com. Of course you have to be 21 or older to order. Now listen, just from listening to this podcast, you can visit cbdistillery.com and click on Synergy Plus. At checkout, enter velvet for fifteen percent off. Yep, enter velvet for fifteen percent off at cbdistillery.com. That's cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Did that? Did that go away? Like it's no longer happening, or it went away? Like the studio said, we're going with person this actress over here.
0: Oh, it went away. It, it went. It, um, it completely went away. It, it completely went away and I was in a, I was in a dark space for a few months, you know, like it was, it was heartbreaking, you know? And, and also I, am so used to, because rejection is like the name of the game in this industry. And, you know, I, I am, uh, f- I am fluent in, in rejection and and that's not, I I don't normally get upset or whatever, because I think it's like, okay, the universe is being like redirection. This is not for you. Um, but it hits a little different when it is for you (laughs) and you know, it's for you. And then, you know, the decision that was made has nothing to do with you and has to do with, uh executives that are making fear-based decisions because of uh shareholders.
1: Right. Do you want to give us any more information than that? I don't. I I didn't think you did. (laughs) (laughs) I mean that's why I'm casually asking, you know. (laughs) Yes, I I mean I get it. But and this isn't any disrespect to you, but it was like you just knew it was like life changing. Of like, oh, you're gonna play Superman, you're gonna play Superwoman. This is Shonda Rhimes. It's like the like it was clear. It, it, was, it like. was. It
0: was. yes. It was. It it would have. It was a life changing opportunity. Like it, yes. It was. It, yes. Yes. It was. It it would have changed my life.
1: Well, that's understandable that you would have a moment to be in a dark place for even a few months, because that's like a. Mindfuck, I I would feel. I mean, I would be. Especially after a year.
0: Especially after dealing with it for a year. And again, and again, it would have been different if I hadn't been actually offered the role. It wasn't, we're in contention between you and someone else. It was, congratulations. Can she leave the day after tomorrow? We're in the middle of getting the contracts figured out. And right. then 24 hours later.
1: Yes, I, you're a human, you're entitled to have a bad day on Twitter.
0: Yeah, and, and on top
1: of that, like,
0: everybody wants their, you know, and every, I, I think everyone desires to, when you've dedicated yourself to something for such a long time, you know, um, and I know I'm good. And there's always room for me to get better, obviously, which is why I, I I I desire to continually be in that middle space where I get to work with people that elevate my performance, and I also get to elevate others. It's a it it it's a communion, like it really is. Um, and yeah, so. Again, the the great news is that um, you never know what the day is going to bring, you know? And I think that I've had enough experiences in my life that even if uh, my ego feels a bit bruised and even if Uh, There are parts of self that feel very disappointed. There is a deeper space of knowing that um, I'm most certainly here to do more. Uh, How that is going to manifest and what that is going to look like, I personally have no idea. But I am open uh, to, to what that is going to look like.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I live my life. I mean, I know that doesn't make it easier every day, trust me, but I agree. Before we move on, I don't need to harp on this. Is there any chance that this thing will ever come back? I mean, in some other form, some. Who knows? Right.
0: Who knows? Maybe, maybe. And, and we will, um, see, and that's not something that I would, uh, shy away from, from the basis of like, well, you fucked me every month. So no, cause that I think is, is childish. Um, you know, so if it comes back in, in some other form, um, I, I obviously I'm, I'm, I'm more than open cause it was a group of people that I really like. It was a childhood dream to work with them. Like it was, it was somebody that I'd been a fan of for a very, very, very long time. Um, you know, so if, and when that's meant to happen, um, I'm, I'm, I'm open to it.
1: What advice would you give your, you know, young self that started out in this NYU short film and, you know, it's still working, like you said, it's a sustainable business, people come and go, what advice would you give to your young self? Uh-huh.
0: Don't financially support your partners. (laughs) That would be, that would be my only advice. Um, And also within that too, it's that thing of like, um, every single thing, every experience that I've had in my life has led me to where I am now. And so I can't discount Uh, the the lessons that I've received that have led me to this point, you know, uh, and, and for me, you know, I'm, I'm very satisfied with my life and I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful and, and, and grateful. So, and, I think that something that happens as one gets older, or at least it's been my experience that sometimes the dreams of the younger self need to die in order for bigger dreams to manifest, you know? So the, the more time I, I get to spend on this wobbling rock that we call home um the more my priorities change in terms of what is truly important. And I think the biggest fear that all of us have is that um, of, of living a life uh, that, I mean, living a half-life, a life that hasn't been fully lived, you know, and and so for me, it's that... that uh, I mean, it, it. I'm like this might be a little too heavy for for this kind of podcast, but
1: I I, I like heavy conversation.
0: Um, so, but for me, it's it's that thing of uh, my biggest fear is death, and I think that that most people have a similar affinity, and so. I have gotten to the stage of my life where I desire to go from a fearship with death to a friendship so by the time I get to meet death uh for my for my uh final wrap out time I, I I get to do it with with a smile as opposed to uh kicking and screaming so I so I actively um because i whether we're conscious of it or not i i i think that like the seven year old is still active in here as is the twenty year old and the twenty five year old you know we're 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 kind of like physiological Russian dolls, <laughs> you know yeah. and And those moments of of discontent or fear or um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Uh, like uh, egoic temper tantrums, Uh, really just the reminder of, hey, look at where we were and look at where we are now. And we have no idea what tomorrow is going to bring. And, and what is it that you really desire? What is it that you're really afraid of? What is it that you really uh, hope to uh, be guided to? And, and those things for me are, are just community building and, and feeling valued. And, and, and value isn't just monetary, you know? Um, that that's just one aspect. And the more I focus on that, the the less I have to complain about, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. That makes a lot of sense to me. Well, me, you mentioned your wife before. Me and you and your wife have something in common. Okay. We all, now, first of all, today is August 16th. So it is the- Madonna. Queen's, yes. Madonna. Your wife's book, Madonna fans do it better. Today yeah, is today is the Queen's birthday. Yes. So, have you always been a Madonna fan and under like have you always understood that the Queen is just that this is her world and we just all are just revolving she was, around?
0: She was the reason I uttered my first words. Um, I I had been put into foster care when I was two years old, and the foster family that I was placed with that ended up becoming my adoptive family, I didn't speak for over a year. I was completely mute and I made no facial expressions. And back in the day when there were VCRs and videotapes, uh, Madonna's uh, Like a Virgin tour had just come out on VHS. And I, I guess one of my... adoptive brothers had had gotten it or whatnot but I I remember specifically sitting right in front of the tv on my knees staring up at this woman with the sequin jacket singing dress you up in my love and I pointed to the screen and I said I do that not I want that no but I do that and, and and so I, th- there was definitely a, a part of self that recognized that larger than life expression um, and, and uh, feeling so comfortable in one's skin.
1: And yeah, happy birthday Madonna, like. What did this fan, I mean, the family must have been, that those really were your first words.
0: Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I don't, you know how families are where, where it's almost that thing of like somebody from the outside, you, you share that story and they're like, holy fucking shit. But <laughs> um, that it, 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 it was never like a, 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 I, I and I actually, it's an interesting question. I, I, I don't know why, but the, the story was always told In in almost such a like nonchalant way, where it's like, yeah, she didn't speak, and then saw Madonna, and then
1: she spoke. Like, (laughs) I mean, this isn't like a maybe. It's like Madonna is responsible for your first words. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah, she is.
0: She is good old Madge. Good old Madge.
1: And is that when you knew that you know your wife was going to be your wife when you guys realized you both? appreciated the beauty that is Madonna. It's so important to prioritize your mental health and wellness every day. I speak from experience when I say when you work on yourself, you start to see and feel positive changes in all areas of your life. Therapy has really given me the tools to deal with challenges as they arise. It's helped strengthen my relationships. For my therapy, I've turned to Talkspace. Getting started is the most important part. And listen, I mean, we all say it. I'm going to wait till something goes wrong to get started. Wrong. Start now. Start today. Talkspace has helped me so much. They're the number one online therapy platform. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties. Anxiety, depression, relationships relationships, and on and on and on. And you all know I'm in the Hamptons for the summer. So what I love about it is it's mental health care that meets your needs wherever you are. As a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use code VELVET to get $100 off your first month just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. That's VELVET and Talkspace.com.
0: Oh no. No, 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 no. Cause she's a bigger fan. Listen, I have a deeper appreciation for Madonna, but I am in no way close to the fan that my wife is. Um and 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 that's also, I mean, Heather, my my wife's name is also Heather, you know, grew up in Michigan and like she she looked at Madonna and and saw that Madonna got the fuck out of there and she was like I'm gonna do that. She literally packed her car when she was 18, and again, this is like before internet was a huge thing and there weren't really many resources, and packed up her car and fucking moved to LA. Yeah, you know, so so that also goes to like the power and the influence of of the artist, you know, and because and we've been asking the question, who are we, what are we since, you know, millennia, there, there's, and, and artists, you know, like in, in James Baldwin, that the, the famous quote of his, you know, artists are here to disturb the peace, you know, and not just the peace in the external world, but the peace within here, the yeah. complacency, the, the, the inaction, the, the numbness. Yeah. You know, and that's a train I can fucking get on. Like disturb my peace, disrupt my sleep state. Let me wake up. Let me continually wake up to the, to the grandeur and and the ugliness that is life. And let me find these pockets that I can, uh, be beautified and beautify. Yeah. You know, and, and and hold and and comfort and 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 be held and be comforted. You know, it's 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 not like a one-to-another. It it really is um an an integrated uh, circle. It's 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 that infinity symbol that one feeds the other, feeds the other, feeds the other.
1: Yeah. I agree with all of that. <laughs> I do. I mean, i you know, we want to feel awake and alive and connected. And I mean, I feel, yeah. Yeah. And
0: sometimes we also want to check out and that is just sometimes like, yo, I just need to watch Indian matchmaker on Netflix and call it a day.
1: <laughs> yes. Is that, do you have other guilty, like, do you watch, I mean, I don't, think of you as someone that will just check out with like the mindless reality tv that I probably check out with but
0: I've tried I can't get in with the real housewives I just and like the
1: Kardashians like that does nothing for you I mean the the card like I mean I wouldn't think it would but I I, I don't want to make a stereotype and just you well, know
0: here's here's this thing right where it's it's Like, I would want to sit down with Kim Kardashian or any of those housewives and just uh, take some mushrooms or even just smoke some weed and like have a conversation. Like, I'm not satisfied with just it. Just, I'm like, how do you think this way? Where does this and why? why are you so violent why are you so angry what is the like why are we flipping over like who hurt you like let's like like who hurt you and I don't understand I can understand in some way like why it's entertainment but it just kind of like it, it hurts my soul a little bit <laughs>
1: I I get it. No, I mean, I have, I have this old, you know, when, when I go deep too, you know, there's so many fans of so many of these housewives that it's kind of like, but if this person weren't on this particular show and you just strip all that away as a person, you don't want to be friends with this person. You don't. And so, I mean, I understand you're idolizing them, but if you strip all this away, a this person is just maybe a bad person at their core and b you don't want to be friends with this person. Just think about really what it is.
0: And there are enough villains in the world already. We don't need to create more in, in terms of that reality thing. And also just like, I'm sorry, dude. Like it, it's that. I'm more interested in watching like a documentary or a series like uh Uh, oh God, Michael Pollan's um, newest uh, doc on on Netflix, How to Change Your Mind. You know, I'm more interested in watching about like, oh, they're building like an urban farm and an urban garden and oh my gosh, look at like the change this is creating and holy cow, like that's the stuff that I really get behind because that is the kind of, world that I desire to live in. And, and I I don't mean that in the space of absence of pain, but I also don't want to unnecessarily just inflict pain onto another just to do that. And, and, and by watching it, I'm, I'm supporting that and, and getting behind that. And that just makes me feel uncomfortable where it's like, yeah, you know, we're held hostage by a system that forces us to participate like we don't have a choice in participating we're forced to participate but then within that too i have a choice in terms of what i personally participate in in terms of being a viewer and that's and no shade to anybody who watches it, it who delights in it and like whatever that just isn't in my wheelhouse and please know that i've tried I have tried, I've tried to be a passenger that is just watching the train wreck. Um, but I, I don't feel sorry for any of them. And and also, I'm much more interested in how they got to be who they are. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. <laughs> well, like listen. how did you
0: become such a garbage person? <laughs>
1: you got to give it up to all these production companies that just, it's like, bravo, you found another person. So on brand. Like, I don't know how you spot it, but congratulations.
0: And also, none of it's even real, right? Like, it's so all fake, it. right? Like, even like the table flipping and like, whatever, like, that's not real. That's fake, right? I don't You'd know beca- what about it,
1: but. You become a caricature of yourself. And like, if you're on something for even five years, you you know what to do. And now you're trying and now it's all fake. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, so that, 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 there are so many other good shows on. Why the fuck am I going to watch this shit? Especially if it's scripted, if it's not scripted and it's completely just natural and you're watching a psychological experiment unfold before your eyes in terms of uh, uh, wealth, uh, and and what is it to truly be wealthy? <laughs> and like where it's like you have a wealthy bank account, but you are absolutely bankrupt in terms of spirit and humanity
1: um, <laughs> and unhappy. So let's add that to the list. I want to talk about before we wrap up, like all your current stuff. Like you have a new movie coming out, mm-hmm. the Mattachine family with yes. Cinderella. That's exciting, right? I mean, yes, we great. love a little Nico.
0: Yes, we love Nico. We love Emily Hampshire. You know, we love Juan Pablo. Yeah, like we we adore all of them. That was that was really fun. It was it was a fun experience, and it's a really sweet script. And um, I I hope that it does well, and and that everyone who desires to see it gets to see it.
1: And speaking of current projects, are you working on a podcast? You made a post on your Instagram oh, that yes, something is coming. I'm reading-
0: I'm doing, I I was doing a narrative podcast with Kelly Marie Tran, who I absolutely fucking adore, um, called Chinook. And I think that's going to be coming out in, uh, around the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. So just did that. And then I just completed another film in New York called Booger, which is a really quirky, a heartfelt story about grief about grief um, and loss and, and love. So yeah, I've 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 had a, a steady bit of work which um, I'm 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 always happy about.
1: That's good. Anything else you want to cover before we wrap up? I thank you for answering all my questions. I always like to give people a chance to like bring up I mean, whatever like, it is. I have a question for you. You can ask me anything.
0: Uh when When did you end up having Anaheisha on the podcast? How long ago was
1: that? It was, I know, it's kind of crazy, right? It was, so it's out today. It was earlier this year at the beginning of this year. It's out today. Yeah. Like today is like the release. You know, it was just one of these things where it was, there was nothing she was promoting. There was no PR people pushing it to come out. You know how it works, just certain things. I'm like, oh, well, this is time sensitive. This manager's all over me. This I'm like, fine. It just kept getting delayed. And she was like, You put this out. It was truly evergreen. And it just and now was like, I mean, it was gonna come out soon anyway. And I'm just like, here, wow. here we are.
0: Like, how what was your experience with? Her?
1: I personally loved yeah. her. And I'm not just saying that, like, look, I mean, from what I do it could range a gamut, right? You know, you could get a list of 17,000 things that are off limits that you can't bring up yeah. that yeah. didn't happen here today. But, you know, then also you talk to people that you just feel phone it in. It just, it was really authentic. Yeah, I mean, especially I'm sure there were topics that I brought up that she didn't really care to talk about. Like obviously Ellen.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But she was like just an open book and we just, bond you know what I mean you just bond with certain people Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. lovely and just like just within seconds we were like we just bonded I really Uh and I don't say that I mean I say that about you I say that about not about everyone by any stretch of the imagination
0: yeah it's a it's I I have a an, an incredible amount of empathy for her an incredible, incredible amount of its It's that thing where it's like, you know, um, celebrities die all the time for, for different reasons and whatnot, but this just, it hit, uh, it, it hit a bit different. It really, really, and, and I think that what the industry did to her is, is absolutely disgusting and, and, and brutal. And I think that a lot of people forget that the that, that incredible courage like Ellen wasn't the only one that was courageous. Like Anne was just as, if not more courageous because she had a different star trajectory than Ellen did. And, and it just, uh, that there are so many talented, especially talented women that um, get get soul crushed, just um, by being their authentic selves and the, the psychic damage that that can do, you know, she'd already overcome or was in the process of overcoming so much that. Yeah. I, I just have, I, I have a, a, a deep empathy for her and, uh, uh, and also obviously a deep empathy for the woman whose house, that got completely burned down. But two things
1: get to be true at once. You know, it's it's not just, like, two things get to be true at once. Two things get to be true at once. And I felt that, too, like, you should listen to it. I'm not just saying you should really, because... Oh, I'm going to. I've been going
0: down an Anne Heche rabbit hole the last couple of days. Like, it's hit me in in this very... It, I, like I don't know why I, I I really don't know why I just have a i i i think that there are aspects of self that I recognize within her in the space of that I've already worked through in therapy. <laughs> and so it just makes my heart sad in the space of um, oh, honey, oh honey i just i I can see your pain and I can see your. A frenetic energy of just trying to quiet whatever's going on in your mind and your heart and your spirit and just getting through to the next day. And, and that just, it, it breaks my heart that so many people slip through the cracks in that space.
1: Yeah, I would agree with all that. And obviously then you kind of look back, you know, I mean, it wasn't yesterday, but it was what, it was this year. So it was like, even with, you know, I didn't, like, uh, you got a little bit of, a, like, you got a very positive vibe. And so it's just kind of like, but I agree. It's on so many levels of, so, I mean, she talked about that. Like, she explains, like, all I've ever wanted was just to live my truth. And, like, so we, we get into all that. Like, you, yeah. you say it's deep. Like, I like when someone wants to go deep. And so yeah. the more she talked, I was just like, you are just so fucking smart. Like, just her thought prop. I mean, I think you're very, you know, like certain people you talk to yeah. are just like, this yeah. person is so smart. You know what I mean? Like, so I just got the like, wow. Like I just read somewhere, one of her ex-husbands or exes said she was a genius. I'm like, I, that's kind of, I came away of like, yeah. it was such like high level thought process that she put together, but it all made sense to me. And it was yeah. all just about authentic and all I've just said. And she was talking about like people that like our damage was how we, tra- it just, it was just so on so many levels, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I just walked away of like, you're so, and my plan was to have her back on. I mean, that was like my plan of like, within the next, you know, just, we had a great rapport. So yeah. if you're down a rabbit hole, you should listen. Cause I feel like I,
0: I will, I, 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 I will most,
1: um it's not a shameless plug. I just think it was really no, like I an will. authentic.
0: And I think it's strange that out of all of the days that's coming out today, Um, it's, it's, so I, I, I will most certainly, I will most certainly listen. And, and I hope that, um, I, I hope that she is, um, at peace in the space that, because again, we don't know what happens when we die. Um, but I, I, I hope that, uh. I, I I hope she's having uh whatever enlightening conversations she's desiring to have from that space and getting a bunch of ahas I don't know it just it sucks it sucks it, it sucks, sucks. It, it it really like it really really does i I have a the way that we treat mental illness in this country is is so barbaric and you know we do, if if she had cancer we we wouldn't be we wouldn't be we we treat people with cancer differently than we treat people with mental illness because we look at mental illness as a as as something that has to do with one's morality as as opposed to one's physiological brain in terms of whether it's lack of dopamine lack of serotonin you know like uh, cortisol shooting through like whatever the fuck it is. We, we barely know anything about the brain and how it works. We barely know
1: anything about consciousness, you know? Right. I mean, and she was, I and mean, we talked about that too. Like she was aware. I mean, I said like, what do you think is the biggest misperception about you without me saying it? And, you know, we went to like, you know, she's like, look, I mean, people think I'm crazy. Like that's let's just call it what it is. I and so right. someone That's that right. just wants to be open like that and go there, I found it just so like, I felt like I really got to know her for the hour we had.
0: Yeah. Uh, and we get, and, and a lot of people get punished for that, uh, you know, because it's that thing of um, we're, 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 we're taught what to think. We're not taught how to think, you know, and, and, and we're taught to not question uh, the appropriate uh behaviors for, for being in quote unquote society. You know, it seems like depending on, on how much quote unquote power you have determines uh, how much of a fully realized human being you can be.
1: Yeah. I agree with all of that. Well, listen, you can come back anytime you want. This has been great.
0: Oh, I received that. I would love that.
1: Thank you for entertaining all of my questions. Oh, such a pleasure. Where can everyone find you online that wants to follow you that doesn't already?
0: Um, you can find me on TikTok and if there's anybody listening that can help me get verified so I don't have to keep on scrolling through messages being like, there's an impersonator of you and like, they're sending me messages. So I think it's just my name, um, Heather Medarez, because my last name is too long um and uh twitter it's the same thing and instagram it's the it's the same thing just uh my name and on twitter and on instagram I'm verified so you definitely know it's me and on uh tiktok uh you'll be able to figure it out hopefully
1: <laughs> that's where i saw you eating your new york pizza slice so
0: fuck yes
1: you know That is one thing L.A. will never have on New York.
0: Absolutely not. But one thing L.A. has that New York never will is great Mexican.
1: That is very true. Find me great Mexican in New York. I haven't found it. So anytime you want to come back, if you listen to that, Anne Hage, let me know what you think. And I really enjoyed this. And thank you for answering everything. Thank you, honey. I appreciate it. Keep in touch. All right. Bye. Bye.